support Rainbow Soul. Check out the Rainbow Soul merchandise for your favorite new shirt. A variety of colors and styles to suit your taste. Show off your love for Rainbow Soul. Get cool designs with your favorite quotes. Designs come in a variety of colors so that you can express your most authentic self. Support Rainbow Soul in spreading the word that queer, gender variant, intersex, transgender is sacred. Rainbow Soul, putting the soul back into queer. Order your unique Rainbow Soul merchandise at rainbowsoul.show. Welcome to Rainbow Soul, an explorative discussion about spirituality beyond mainstream religions. Hollis Taylor, author, psychic, astrologer, and alchemical mage, brings their non-binary perspective together with fellow drag king and trans man LaCrosse Ortiz, a Jewish Taino with spiritual background of exploration that has led him to an atheist perspective. Join these guys as they explore deep and difficult topics, all related to spirituality, offering a queer perspective, an exploration of interesting topics, and engaging guests to help explore conversations for the rainbow soul. Hey, hey, welcome, welcome, welcome. <laughs> welcome, everyone. I'm so glad you're tuning in to Rainbow Soul. I'm Hollis Taylor, and I'm an author, a psychic, um, a medium, a tarot reader, and a general around witch, um, and unusual person. I'm also non-binary, and this is my co-host. Hey, everybody. Um, I'm LaCrosse Ortiz, Jewish, Taino, atheist, jack of all trades, master of none. Um, I believe that you don't have to believe in a supreme being to be spiritual and love learning. Learning's my thing. <laughs> yeah. Spiritual is, spiritual is such a broad topic, right? It's such a huge topic. And I'll tell you, like, spirituality comes in all sorts of shapes and sizes and in all different types of ways. And one of the ways that I've found myself like having my first spiritual moments was probably in music. Yeah. I think that's probably true for you too, right? Lacrosse. Oh yeah, definitely. Music has always been, whether it's a good moment, bad moment, it's always, it could be uplifting. It could just be something you need to identify with. Absolutely. Definitely. Yeah, and when I first started having the these sort of awakenings or whatever, I was young. I was definitely into um, punk rock and metal. Um, and if you've ever seen me perform as a drag king, you know that I have a wide variety of music. I don't stick to one genre. Yeah. Um, do you lacrosse? How many do you cross over? Don't you? You do a lot I, of shows too. 
Yeah, I do a lot of crossing over. It could be dance music and then it could go straight up metal. It could go, it varies. I think it depends on the character that I'm doing and the music that I feel is going to represent that character and going to hit the audience because a lot of people don't realize that with drag, that music is an important part of your performance because if they can actually feel what you're doing and within that character, I mean, it's, it could escalate that to a whole new level. It's interesting that uh, you, you get the character first and then add the music. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm the complete opposite. Like I get the music and then I listen to the song a couple times and then I get this character. Yeah. Um, and that's, and then the character comes through. Um, so I guess it's, you know, different styles of drag and drag comes to all of us in a different way, Absolutely. but a big part of drag is music. And, um, and I, I also, I also found that music helped me express my emotions, not just in drag, but just even in my private life, if I listen Absolutely. to music, it helps. Um, so but the one thing that is obviously lacking is that, of course, we don't have that many non-binary or gender-bending artists, even though, I mean, there are some, right? Like Prince, right? David um, Bowie. Yeah, Dave, definitely David Bowie. And 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 I love Elton John. Yeah. Um, he dressed... For his time, man, he was definitely doing some stuff there. And, um, you know, I love that kind of thing. And so for me to to ha to feature a musician on Rainbow Soul is is priceless because yeah. I feel like I feel like we need to uh, help our community connect so that we can see that there are people out there that are non-binary, that are making music, that are writing books, uh, that are witches, that are teaching. Um, so you want, you know, cause I don't know about you, but that helps me, you know, to oh, yeah. know that I'm not the only one. Oh, absolutely. And then I think the music comes off a, even more intimate when it's somebody within the community because they can definitely identify, you can identify equally with their lyrics, their music, the feeling. Yeah. I think sure. it makes it more powerful. Yeah. It's more spiritual and more deep, like in the heart and soul. So friends, I was excited when I ran across this, uh, get our guest today. Our guest today is a non-binary musician. You know, when I came across them, I was like, Oh, a non-binary musician. We need to look at this person. Um, and so I immediately started to check out their videos and stuff like that. And um, so I was excited to hear that the that this musician is also has some spiritual depth in their heart. So let's bring out Mix Atera. Welcome. Hi, Hi everybody. Hello. <laughs> Welcome. Looks like we got some people watching. Edward. Sending yep. some hearts, Edward yep. Marquez. <laughs> Hi, Sandy. It's so great to see you. Hey, Sandy. And Rich Dulay. Yep, that's my husband. Oh, Rich is my husband. And Ed's one of my best friends. And oh, look, there's my mom. <laughs> hey, that's great. Well, and look. Okay, well, we'll even say hi to your mom. Hi, Liz. Hi. 
Is that your mom, right? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Hi, Liz. We're so glad you're tuning in. What a cool mom. Yeah. So why don't you tell us, Mixed Tara, tell us, tell us who, tell us about who you are and, and what, you know, and about your identity as non-binary. That, that is a fun, complex thing, because it's something that took, like, forever to discover. Like, it's one of those things. It's like, you have those that inkling when you're a child, but you don't know how to nurture that feeling or explore it. So, like, the easiest example I can give is, like, I remember in gym class when they're like, girls on that side, boys on that side. And I remember just, like, very literally going, huh? And, like, that feeling of, like, discomfort. I'm like, I don't want to go... And it was just, I thought it was just like this um, bit of rebelliousness against authority, but that feeling kept randomly tugging at me my whole life at different points in time. Like it wasn't, it wasn't constant until I really started delving into my, my subconscious and really tapping into who I am as a person. So it was like, I believe 2017 is when I finally came out as non-binary because I had really connected with myself and realized that, you know, this is who I am. I'm Isolde. I'm Mixitera. Like just me. Gender does not define me. So, yeah, I mean, that, that's how sure. I came into it. Yeah. And it, it was a unique experience. Um, I'm very grateful that my husband was, incredibly supportive and like (laughs) would sit there and listen to me through all of my ramblings like trying to figure everything out because it's like when you're trying to figure out who you are there's a lot of experimentation I'm like am I gender fluid I no I don't know and you're just you're experimenting to see what gives you that gender euphoria and he was absolutely amazing and just (laughs) held my hand the whole time (laughs) Yeah, well, that takes someone that's strong in their own gender, I think, to be an ally. I think any ally, yeah. uh, whether it's their spouse or something, they have to be comfortable in their own gender yeah. expression. And then that helps them. Then they can be like, oh, well, if that's a thing for you. You need to explore that, you know, and they can be supportive. <laughs> yeah. Cool that you have supportive people around you that are non-binary. That's priceless, in my opinion. Um, yeah. you know, being people to support that. That's beautiful. Yeah. I'm and very so, so one of the things, one of the ways that I found you and I feel so blessed to find you, I feel Aww. blessed to do this job. And let me just say the reason I'm blessed to do this job is because I get to meet a lot of very cool non-binary people, um, or queer people in general. Woo. Um, and <laughs> Uh, I noticed that you were a punk rock musician. Um, and of course, now I, I was very punk rock um, when, I was, <laughs> when I was young. And I'm like, well, sometimes punk rock does help me a little bit with feeling a little angry or feeling that, you know, that rebellious feeling. And I just want to say that the rebellious feeling that you feel in your heart and soul it, it probably is what makes you non-binary, but there's nothing wrong. Like, I believe that the divine makes us rebellious in order to evolve the human race. So congratulations for listening to your inner rebel. So <laughs> I love that inner rebel. <laughs> so, 
But as and talking about our inner rebel, I think that leads great into punk rock. Um, because yeah, that's, <laughs> that's definitely what punk rock is. I mean, are you are you lacrosse? Do you listen to any punk rock? Uh, more of the old school yeah. type yeah, yeah. punk rock and more of the old metal. Like, I don't really listen to like I now, I guess, because I'm an old man, I listen to more indie stuff because it's more calmer <laughs> yeah. but I, every now and again i'm angry and i'll just i'll slip on my music and i'm like Ugh. you know <laughs> you start rocking out and it's amazing yeah amazing. sure punk rock has its place for sure oh, yeah. i won mr state street with a very old punk rock song very <laughs> unusual i won't even i don't even remember the name of it i have to go back and look it's a, it is very hard to find very rare band so so mix Tara, can you tell me about what drew you to punk rock so for me, like, I, I guess I should start at like the very beginning when I was like four and I was like, I'm going to be a pop star. Like that was it. Like that was my end all be all. And um, so like growing up and like going through music classes and stuff like that, I do not have the pipes for pop. I do not. And I was just like, beans, I can't do that. <laughs> Not that I can't, I probably still could, but it just, it didn't feel comfortable. It didn't feel right. It wasn't angry enough. It was like too much bubble gum. And like, I know that's really cliche to say, but it's like, it, it, it's too fair weather for me and too romantically forlorn. And I'm just like, I want to talk about really dark, twisted machinations of the mind and like the struggle to find my gender identity. And also I was brought up on like, 80s rock and metal <laughs> good stuff good so stuff. <laughs> um but yeah so I would train my voice more and more and just a lot of trial and error trying to find where my voice felt comfortable where I felt that that release that stress release because every other genre I just felt like I had a cap on me but when I entered into like punk and rock and metal it just went I'm like, oh, there it is. <laughs> so yeah. it was really nice. Yeah, punk definitely has a particular type of um, freedom, I think, attached to it. I mean, metal and uh, glam, like when I think of the 80s, I think of glam. Glam. Um, yes. Like Poison and Molly uh, Crew. Yeah. Like that. Twisted Sister. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Twisted <laughs> yes. Sister. It's another one of the songs I did in drag. Um, yeah, so good grief. Uh, and I, all I can think about is the wig I wore. Yeah. Like big okay. and... Yeah, exactly. Um, and so, you know, like thinking about that, like punk rock, though, like even glam had its... Like if you were glam, you wore a lot of makeup. You had long hair and you sang in this way and you had these type of guitars. Um, but I found your punk rock to be a little bit also uh, electronic. Yes. Yes. I, um, I try not to fit myself neatly in a box when it comes to floating around in like punk rock metal. I tend to float amongst all of it and try to incorporate all different facets of music, not just traditional, but also more of the new age, like electronic 
like my whole new EP, except for the single that's not out yet, is complete is mostly electronic because that was the vibe. Um, because that's how I kind of perceive my mind to work. Like a broken down motherboard, just like going, okay, I'm tired. Let's change this out. Let's change this out. Um, but yeah, I like to experiment. I don't like to just fold myself into one spot because I feel like that, I, I, don't, I don't know. I just don't like being put in one single box when it comes to music. I like to be able to explore yeah. and do different genres, keep it fresh and like not go too far off my mark, but like enough to where there's that diversity and it feels like more, it's just more fun. Right, right. Yeah, and sense. it gives you the freedom to explore your full range of emotions, including anger. Um, yeah. I don't know if you've had any uh, recent, like I was thinking about working through the pandemic and um, everything that's been going on in the last two years. Um, there could easily be anger uh, and even more depressive stuff. Um, what I would consider more like emo style you know, uh, and things like that, that has been going on too. Have you been inspired to do music in the last year, two years? Yes. Um, actually one of my songs, homegrown escapism, isn't what I thought it'd be is, um, it, there's a nod to the pandemic in it because mm. it's like wear my mask so I can truly breathe because mm. mm. everyone was in masks. So like, the the pandemic has definitely put a at least a small stamp on my work um and that was for my release my debut album constellations so like th that was a very unique experience for all of us to be going through that pandemic for, for us to still be going through the, the, the eh, pandemic <laughs> <laughs> yeah sorry for i'm sure. tired <laughs> we're trying to make the best of it here at rainbow right. soul we're, do we're doing the best we can we're trying to make the best of it. <laughs> I, I feel you. I feel you. Yeah. This is my my bed studio. Everyone like it. It's very nice. <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And I noticed, you know, like I, it, I, it has it has at least brought us to um, exploring each other. And I don't know about you, but like, have you when you go to play and when you go out as a non-binary artist, do people just misgender you right away or do people ask? How's that go for you? Do you perform? Have Typically, you performed live much? I have not had the wonderful opportunity to perform live yet. No. Um, I was actually super excited to perform on this show today, but with me getting sick, my lung capacity is no. <clears throat> so I can't hold anything. But I will say when I do go out and it is misgender left and right. It's like, Oh, look, there she is. Look at that. Look at that girl over there. And you know, stuff like that. And I'm just like, hi, I'm a soul day. They, them. <laughs> nice to meet you. I'm non-binary. And they're like, Oh, but your hair. And I'm like, that doesn't. <laughs> Have you seen some metal people with long hair? I mean, the hair doesn't determine gender. I know. I mean, <laughs> it's so funny. They're like, but your hair is long. I thought non-binary was like your hair is like all short, and it's like, yes, my hair was short for a time, but it's like, 
I also want long hair and I'm non-binary. It doesn't matter. <laughs> so, well, it's going to take yeah. a while for the world to evolve for sure. For the world to realize that these things that we call gender are silly. Uh, eventually, eventually. And I think that's why we all exist um, to change that. So it will change eventually. I'm sorry that you still get misgendered. I, I want to, I want to see you gain a huge non-binary fan, you know, fans that find you on uh, YouTube and things like that, that are like a non-binary musician and then fall in love with your music, you know? And I think that that's, I think for all of us, we all need to know that there are non-binary musicians, there are non-binary authors and actors and all of that kind of stuff. I think it's important. So, I agree. Um, yeah. So, uh, I have noticed that you are doing stuff online. I love your website, um, and it looks oh, like you, you uh, just released. It's a song. It's a song, right? Addicted. Yes. Okay. So what is that like? Did you have a special thing that you were going through when you read when you wrote that song? Did you write the lyrics? Yes, I write all of my lyrics myself. Um, I did have help on Addicted for like one of the lines. Um, one of my friends we were talking about. I was talking about writing lyrics, and I was like, ah. I was like, I want to write something like this because not all of my songs are based solely on my experiences. I also write songs based on original characters that my friend and I role play. And this is one of them. <laughs> so this is actually about what we perceive to be the dragon of death. He cannot love because his body is toxic. Love can't come to him kind of thing. So that's what this song is actually about. So the, not for me this time, but yeah, my friend helped me with I Am The Affliction. Um, and I was like, oh, that's perfect. That's perfect. Is it okay if I use that? And he's like, yeah, yeah, go ahead. So I was like, with that line, I was able to, you know, breathe life into the rest of the song and do the 8 million rewrites before it was recording time. I listened to that song and it made me think of uh, cutting. Um because uh, cutting is addictive um, and it is very, um, there is some cutting that is done in what we call edge play um, in the BDSM community. Um, and, uh, and so all of those words are in there. Edge is in there, cutting is in there, addicted is in there. And the belief that you are, um, there's a, a feeling sometimes in that deep, dark place of when you're a cutter um, that feels like you're, you don't belong in this world. Like you're a disease rather than a human being um, that you're actually like the virus instead of uh, getting a virus. It's that is very true. Like um, I'm uh, sober of self-harm for a time now. So I, as soon as you said cutting, I was like, well, yep, there's that subconscious getting in there. <laughs> okay. And I was like, <laughs> I wrote it for, like I said, the character, but like, that's very true what you just said. Yeah. That's incredibly, I was like, wow, I wrote it. I didn't even notice that. Wow. <laughs> it's because I had the one <laughs> definition in my head. And I love hearing 
other perspectives and hearing what other people like internalize from the music. It's like, what did you take away? So to me, you just opened up an entire new door of like meanings for that song and like the depth of it, even for me. So thank you. <laughs> well, well, I'm glad because um, I get, I kind of like, and I love the fact that your website has the lyrics on it. So if you guys want to read the lyrics, you can go to the website. Um, it's right here on the bottom of the scanner and I'll say it out loud. Uh, www.mxiterra.com. Um, if you go to the website, the they have the lyrics laid out for you along with the song that you can stream from Spotify. Um, and I, that's exactly what I did was I just went and read the lyrics because I'm a lyric junkie. <laughs> um, so uh, I just kind of get, all, I don't know. I just love lyrics and I loved, uh, I love to see how it, you know, see how it vibes for me. And uh, I thought cybernetic psyche. Um, I wondered about that song too, but it made me think of, um, it made me think of being a psychic. I'm a professional psychic and it doesn't usually start out in a fun way. It doesn't usually start out when you're a psychic. It doesn't start out like I'm a psychic and I'm going to go do readings <laughs> for people. Okay. It doesn't come to you that way. It comes to you like, why did I know that was going to happen? Or I think I just heard a ghost or seen a ghost. Um, and you usually are freaked out by it for a while. Um, and then it kind of, and then you have to come to terms with it at some point. Sometimes it can also be a little bit of a burden. Um, like I knew the pandemic was going to happen. Um, I knew that eventually there would be a virus that would put us all in our homes and we wouldn't be able to uh, see each other. And I didn't really understand why or how that would look, but that's pretty much what we have going on here. Right. We're and living I knew it that. right now. <laughs> yeah. And I had that dream back in probably about 1995. Oh, wow. So, um yeah so and i was validated throughout life by biologists and stuff and scientists that said that this was going to happen and then it did happen and so you can imagine my surprise when it did um and i'm not going to say that that you necessarily feel proud of knowing that right that's kind of like the double-edged sword it's like oh i perceived something before it happened but look at what i perceived yeah so there's some lyrics in there, um, like shutting down and stuff like that. And I know some psychics that have dove into drug and alcohol use to numb it, to stop so that, that you don't have your intuition come up because it can be scary. Mm -hmm. um, it can make you feel like there's something like almost like you caused it or, you know, like people interpret it a lot of different ways. Right. So, um, you know, I'm 46 years old and it's taken me this long to get here. So I don't know what that song meant to you, but I'm just telling you, <laughs> I'm sure that's not what it was. I was pretty sure that's not what it was. It isn't, but I love to hear that that's what it is for you. Because for me, it's um, essentially the song is about me being overstimulated with 
because I have really bad um, panic disorder and major depressive disorder. So I get overstimulated very easily with things around me. So every time I get overwhelmed, this is how it feels like it's breaking down in my brain. Okay. Yeah, I know that feeling of overwhelm. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. <laughs> it happens so much more easily now than it used to since, you know, because like, I noticed at least for me, like my mental health kind of goes in like these weird waves, like. I'll have a really big hump to get over and then I'll be cool for a little while. And then all of a sudden Pandora's box reopens and I'm back in that. Oh my gosh, everything is triggering me. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> um, and the past year with me being on medical leave, like this song, it like encapsulates me from waking up to going to bed, just completely overwhelmed by everything. I'm a lot better now, <laughs> but this was like from January through like October. Hmm. Yeah. Well, the astrology has, um, has us all headed towards rebirth. Just so you know that, um, just know <sighs> that the stars are behind your journey. Now, if you're having a hard time, the stars are definitely behind your journey. Um, and you know, especially Pluto right now, um, and all of that stuff is all aiming us at rebirth. So I thought I would share your song here. Um, the song we were just talking about, Cybernetic Psyche. Um, I just want to make sure I have it open correctly. All right. And let me get it up here, guys. We're going to watch this video. Cybernetic. Woof. Let's see if I can say it again. Cybernetic Psyche <laughs> uh, by Mixitera on youtube you can catch this on their youtube channel of course you can get there from their website so yes all right let's just see here do, 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 do. here we are Shadows, 
That was great. That was really intense. Thank you. I I gotta ask you, like, what were your inspirations, like, growing up? Like, I know you said all these different bands, but like, what are some of the ones that really stood out to you? Because, like, I I'm a m- music like buff, and I hear some influences in there. So, but I want to hear from you. What were your influences? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, like aesthetically visually like i pulled a lot of my inspiration especially for that song from the new cyberpunk 2077 game um but like musically a lot of my influence like the root of my influence is like the the core was supposed to be like green day but i kind of evolved away from that because it wasn't that works for them but not for me like that kind of vibe and that's awesome so i'm like let me find my own niche in this um but i started dabbling with like glam rock and stuff like that and like wanting to electrify it so like white snake i really wanted to get that in there and like scorpions um even extra pan extra pan is like my favorite 80s hair band um and then malice miser is another great um japanese band that was very visually appealing like everything was like so poetic in their in their music videos and i was just like 
I want to be able to have a really cool, like visually music video wise, but like audibly, um, yeah, it's definitely a lot of the 80s, like glam hair bands are like my big go-tos. Yeah, Um, yeah. And then I have like my modern inspirations that are thick in my mind, like uh, Fall Out Boy, um, Evanescence with Intentation, mm-hmm. and like I know it's such a weird mix of like it's like it's it's all over the place, but it's like I love so many elements of so many different artists and what they do. It's like I want to try to make my own spot and try to incorporate everything I love into one place and try to make it work <laughs> yeah because i almost actually could hear a little bit of seattle sound too like the alternative seattle oh yeah, um yeah. like a little bit like a little bit of unified theory a little bit like i was starting i'm like oh that sounds a little unified theory i don't know if you know who they are they're a it I, used I to don't be, know who they are used to be blind melon but the the lead singer overdosed and died and then oh. they went and became unified theory but they sound exactly like blind, blind melon but with that kind of like electric and alternative type twist to it so it sounded a little bit if you ever get a chance check them out they're they're really cool um but oh, yeah, yeah no there was it, it definitely has a little bit of a, a seattle sound to it too so which is cool <laughs> because i am a seattle sound at pearl jam see that's my yeah oh look at that sandy says <laughs> I agree with Sandy. I felt a little of Evanescence yeah. in that song. Yes, yeah. that's another yeah. one. Yes. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. and um, I think it's a really great song. I love your pants. I'm just going to say it again because <laughs> I love your pants. I was like... Amazon. I wanna... Amazon. <laughs> I was like, I could use those pants in drag. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Seriously, go to Amazon. That's where I got them. I was like, uh, okay. those Very rock, cool. those slap real hard. Those are coming home with me. <laughs> some of the background, I thought you were in Portland, but I'm pretty sure you're not. Um, some of the background, it looked just like Portland, Oregon. So I was just like, wow, that's weird. Um, Portland <laughs> at night. Um, so, you know, but um, anyway, yeah, Portland's kind of an odd place. It's like, so um, it's an unusual place. Um <laughs> anyway, I thought it was a really great song. And oh, yeah. is that your that's your newest video, right? That's my newest video, yes. Um I've been kind of on a video break while I finish my healing and get my my health back in order. Of course. That should always come first. Yes. Uh health is number one. Cyberpunk Portland, Rich says. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the first time I ever, uh, perf- I'll just tell you this little story. Is that this is Portland in a, in a nutshell. First time I go to Portland, I kind of feel like I've arrived in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, but I'm not sure. And uh, we 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 get there, and I go to into this bar, and you know, I'm in a I'm drag. So in the back are all these lockers, and I'm standing in line to go up on stage to be introduced, but there's all these lockers. And every single one of the lockers had a different set of stickers on it. And some of the stickers were totally punk rock, you know, like think punk rock, you know, and rock and metal and stuff like that. And then it's skateboarding and then it's save the planet and, um, you know, stuff like that. And 
that's Portland. Portland is like very progressive and stuff, but at the same time, they have this kind of punk, punk rock feel, kind of like Pittsburgh. So it's an it's an interesting, but they're a little bit more modern and a little bit more uh, progressive than Pittsburgh. I always want to visit. I've always wanted to visit there, so I'm like, someday I will go and experience it. <laughs> you would be able to perform there. You'd probably love it. So, um, yeah, and I'm looking uh, at the chat, seeing if anyone gave us a dream. If you have a dream, if you put it in the comments right now, Lacrosse will interpret it. Um, so, if you have a dream, let us know that you're typing it, because <laughs> we yeah. might pass it over. <laughs> um yeah and so i was looking at your website you have quite a bit you have a very sort of well done website in my opinion uh you have a Thank lot you. going on there and they can find you on they can find your music on spotify right and can they Correct. find it on itunes yes okay all right great spotify itunes amazon um i'm in a whole bunch of um small um online stores as well like i have it set to distribute when new media stores open to those media stores so like there's um deezer um i can't remember any of the other ones right now forgive me (laughs) (laughs) but there's so many there's so many they can probably find it at your website right yes okay Okay, great. Well, and I love some of your images and um, some of the art and stuff. And I just think you're very creative, not just in your music, but in your dressing and the way you present yourself and um, your creativity in that way. I really, um, really appreciate that part of you. Thank you very much. And um, so when you create music, um, do you like do you do it to express yourself or are you doing it? Like, is it more like you receive that you should create this for the world, like a download? Like sometimes I get like, I'm doing my yoga or something or praying and I get this, Oh, you should do this. You should write a book. Right. And I'm like, who's saying that? Right. Okay. So, so what, how does it come to you? For me, like the initial, like you should create music came a while ago. Um, And then I was just, it took me a while to feel confident enough to feel like I was okay, like strong enough to do it. Um, Because I, I I spent a lot of time being scared, um, especially when I came out, I was like, okay, if I go into music, how will I be received? Because I'm a non-binary musician. Um, that held me up for all of like five seconds because I was like, you know what? I don't give a flip. Um, (laughs) So um, yeah, I just, and then I would just like, I want to be able to share my experiences. Like um, I have PTSD. So I wrote a song that talks about that. I, you know, I have my anxiety. I talked about, wanted to be able to talk about me coming out and, my journey with gender identity and then um i get inspired by like like i said the role plays with my friend like i get so many ideas and i'll like write little notes down like when we're hanging out i'm like oh my gosh i would love to write a song about this and then i'll just write because to me i'm like it's just i love making stories i like creating a world 
And I'm like, what if I just put it all together? I'm like, okay, I'm just going to put it all together. It's going to be a mishmash of like my personal journey and like um, really processing my trauma because that it's been incredibly helpful for that. And also like creating a new world with everyone and being like, hi, welcome. I made up this character and this song is about this character. I hope you like it. (laughs) So so that's for me. Like, yeah, I think it's inspirational and even, and it's heavy enough to, um, to pull out emotions and, you know, things like that, that, you know, even within me and, and have me reflect on myself. So I like your lyrics as well. Thank you. Um, Thank you. I appreciate that. And I wonder if you ever think, will your music help somebody? I think, I I think it could. And the main reason I think that it could um, is because for the same reason, my story in my book would help somebody is that knowing that, when you have things like being non-binary and you have trauma and you have maybe some, maybe you have some hauntings of some mental illness and things like that, whatever's going on for you to know there's somebody else out there that does that, that has that almost like you too, lacrosse. When you were bringing, when you were doing your show kaleidoscope eyes, you had different people bring their story to the world Right. right. And I feel like that helps people because then they're like, I'm not the only one. And there's something in that. Right. Have you, you guys yeah. have all, you, you three, you both have, have had that experience, right. Where you awoke to realize you weren't the only one. Yes. That was. Yeah. I, I definitely agree. I mean, it's, it's, I think we all have this journey and we all walk this walk and we didn't go through what we went through just for nothing. So some of us express it differently. And when you're able to put it in lyrics and music and people don't realize how much medicine that is, because there's going to be that one person and you won't even realize it, that they hear that song and they're like, Oh shit, this is my life. I, myself i have problems expressing my emotions so what do i do if i want to tell my wife something here's this amazing song that says it all out there and because i'm so bad at expressing myself because of traumas or whatever there's that song so that's i mean you have a gift and that's a beautiful gift and it's it is touching somebody out there whether you realize it or not it's a beautiful gift thank you that's like one of the biggest points I'm like if my music does anything I want it to make it so someone out there feels like they have a voice that they didn't have before if they're too afraid to speak up if they're in a situation where they can't or they're you know for whatever reason I want to like lend and give that voice and be like you aren't alone you're not alone in any way, shape, or form. I know it's isolating. I know, especially with mental illness, it feels like you're just sitting alone constantly in this bubble, like you're just drifting in the void. And it's like, nope, I, that's all I want is I want my music to at least give someone a tether to be like, hi, come here. Nope. Hi, buddy. We're floating together because me too, you know? <laughs> right. Yeah. And, and have you ever found that doing a create, having a creative outlet helps your depression? Yes, it does. Or helps with depression. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
not uh, a I know all, me, but it but... helps. <laughs> <laughs> no. Let me know when you find that cure-all, though. <laughs> Maybe it's a little bit of everything is what I think yeah. sometimes. It has to be. Like, you have to have a whole bunch of parts, uh, pieces, parts, and it puts it, eventually puts away. I want to say that it does eventually come together. It does get better. Um, my depression, The depression that I experienced when I was 27 is way different than it is today. Um, now is way more manageable and uh, I do know what I do realize that it's happening I don't it doesn't happen for years and years and years and then I go what's wrong with me <laughs> that was my Saturn returns uh, I realized that you know a whole bunch of things um, had to right. change right you know like I was way off path there right you know and I had to change a whole bunch of things like you know so um, and lacrosse I think you know, for you, do you think it's gotten better as you've gotten older to manage your depression? I, I, I hate the word overcome because I think that is the most cliche and false thing to say. I always like to say I make space for it and I learn to coexist with it. it I don't want to say it gets better. I don't want to say it gets worse. I think I have learned to live with my demons and learn to live with that. And we just coexist. And I make space for that because it, it, I'm never, you're never going to really heal. There's always going to be that scar, but you can at least be able to look at that scar and say, Hey, okay, I see you. I acknowledge you. You're there. This was a hard time, but you don't hurt as much anymore. So it's, I think that's how I kind of deal with it. I just, I just make space and live with it. Yeah, love that. So, so if we have any tips, the three of us, if we have any tips or things <laughs> that we want people to know, because I think it's seriously, I think it's a serious uh, thing right now. Yeah. People are really struggling with their mental health, and if we had, if we had one thing to say, what would that be? Because there's a lot of, especially non-binary people, I feel like watch the show, and uh, they struggle. And uh, yeah. I think lacrosse, what you said is beautiful. Very. Um, it's, it's absolutely, you're absolutely right that to just live with our wounds is, uh, it's definitely a healing experience, eh? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that level of acceptance to be like, I know I have this and I'll always have this, but it does not define me. Exactly. Yeah. And that's the hardest hurdle to overcome. Yeah. <laughs> you can do it. <laughs> I'm still yeah. working on that hurdle, but I know. You just keep running and you trip over it and run yeah. again and trip <laughs> over it again. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm going to do a little tarot reading here as we wrap up the show. This is... um. The love is love deck. This is all about um, a collaborative queer deck. Every single artist, every single card is done by a different artist. I'm going to do a reading right now um, for everyone listening to the show and everyone that's listening to the recording later. And if you're listening to this on a podcast platform, doesn't matter. Uh, this reading is for you. And this is the pride deck that you can get online. And uh, take what you like. Please take what vibrates with you and leave the rest. Like you don't, if something doesn't sit well in your gut or whatever, just let it go. It's probably meant for somebody else. Okay. So 
um, especially in group readings like this now. And I'll pull three cards from the deck. And the first card that I have, um, this is all about conflict. This card is about inner conflict and conflict like with the world, especially for non-binary people. This is about the lat, you know, us being very diverse, um, unusual people trying to get along with the world um, can be hard, can be hard. And that's what this is about. This is about managing our emotions and managing our distress. Um, and that we, that, that to honor yourself, honor, like exactly what lacrosse just said. Um, and, uh, you know, to honor those wounds, but also to know that they're important in the world, that your experience is important in the world. Like, other people need to hear your story and other people need to know what's going on for you. Even if it's just the people that are close to you or people that, that love you, they want, they need to know what's going on with you because they love you and, um, and that it's important. That's what this card is all about. It's about bringing diversity to the world through our struggles, through our lack of being connected or whatever um a lack of being seen as a non-binary person okay and this is the knight of swords which as you can see the knight is um of a feminine uh presentation if you want to call that that um they are they are trying to bring that through in the artwork and it being the knight so you know it always makes me think of like a trans woman or something <laughs> um which i think trans women are particularly strong people um i think it takes a lot to be a drag queen or a trans woman um because of the stigma that comes along with it and this person is particularly strong and you see they wear their hopefully it, there it goes they wear the rainbow flag on their armor they have that little nick of the rainbow flag. And what they're saying there, what that's saying is that they, yeah, they have their wound, but their wound is also their armor and helps make them stronger and ready for what they face forward and what they're going to walk into. But they, but remember, knights are usually fighting for a noble, noble reason. Um, and so this is, this is also about nobility. And so uh, if you're fighting for your right to exist or to be alive or to be part of your family or to be part of the world as a non-binary person or a trans person, listen to this card because that's what this is all about. It's, it's honoring the part of you that wears armor and goes out and does that fight every day, whether it just be in your own community or in a bigger, uh, or in a bigger way around the world. So, and this third card, um, is about us going forward, which is actually one of my favorite cards. It's the magician. It always reminds me of my drag grandmother. Um, I think because it's like the bearded queen. And she was one of the first queens I witnessed do that. And so you can see here, she does kind of have a little bit of a, this, this character does have a little bit of, um, of the drag queen sort of flair on their, in their makeup and in their clothing and also the sword. Um, but at the same time, it is the magician, which is about which is about creating, manifesting exactly what you want. It's about manifesting exactly what you see and what you desire. And that's what this is all about. So it's like part animal, 
I'm pretty sure it's some sort of like um like yak or or like buffalo type character. Um and I don't know what they mean in indigenous cultures, but maybe you know time maybe you know the cross. Um, yeah, I know they're sacred, but like do, do they I don't know if they hold any other meanings. Maybe it might depend on the tribe. Yeah. But um this person also looks indigenous to me. And so that makes me also think of the indigenous world, but it also makes me think of our sacred path as the magician. Um, and our sacred path is exactly what we talked about here today. And Mixaterra is creating their sacred path, which is to create music for people. And we all have something special. It could be music. It could be art. You could be a writer. You could be many different things. You could be a farmer. That's just, supposed to be who you are and influence your immediate circle and that's important too so i'm just going to say that whatever your sacred path is whatever's calling to you whatever feels like magic when you're doing it that's what you need to be doing okay whatever feels like magic when you're doing it that's what you need to be doing and so these three cards we got the seven of wands which is all about conflict and things like that and 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 pulling from that conflict into your armor, right? The rainbow flag on this person's armor. And as they are going forward and fighting for our noble rights and our noble reason, whatever that might be, know that you can manifest whatever it is you're working to manifest and whatever comes true for you, it will happen. Even if the strangest things like, a drag queen buffalo yak type <laughs> thing here. <laughs> so, all right. So that's the tarot reading for tonight. And I totally appreciate you, Mixitera. Um, if you have anything else you'd like to say, now would be the moment. Do you have anything else? Um, just thank you very much for reaching out to me when you did, Hollis, and inviting me to be a part of this show. It, as soon as I like you were telling me about it and I was looking into it, it resonated so high with me because I've been working on tapping into my spirituality so much this year, especially because it's been a, a very helpful tool in in my healing journey. So it, it was like so symbolic. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and spirits so, going, good you. idea. Yes, this, this it's like makes a tear. You see this? That's a good idea. Go. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah, let's go. <laughs> because you um, are sacred. Yes. And you are both sacred. I do have one little thing to say. Go for it. And this is kind of out to the people out there. Uh, music is medicine. And that person is giving a piece of their soul. So whether it's they're making the music or it's somebody you're just scrolling and they're sharing the music, please remember that it's medicine and it's a piece of their soul. And sometimes if you really want to get to know a person, listen. And if you listen to the music, you actually can hear a, you can hear their soul speaking. So that's just something. I can, it's, I, it's a big pet peeve because I see people put music on and nobody goes out to listen to it. And I'll click on it, whether I like the song or not, but it's a piece of their soul that they're giving. And that's medicine. So I just want to reiterate that out there yeah i'm off my soapbox i'm always on my soapbox no i appreciate <laughs> you saying that <laughs> so much <laughs> i think I, your soapbox is totally cool <laughs> yeah i'm like stay up there let's go go across yes yes i'm always on a soapbox 
That's because I'm no. a good Jew. Okay. I'm a good Jewish man. <laughs> well, it's like, honestly, I had that feeling. It's like we as a society, you know, we should strive to support and uplift each other. But so often when people are trying to excel and pursue, people are so quick to cut them down and ignore and push them away and be like, oh, what? You're not going to fall into this niche of like commonality where you're going to work A and B job and do this, this and this. Oh, you're going to do this. I'm not going to support you. Why would I do that? I didn't get to do it. So why should I support you? And it, that is such a common theme. And I see it so much. And I've noticed it a lot more when I started with like my music journey and trying to like get myself out there, especially within like my friends and family community. Mm -hmm. uh, there's, I have a lot of very supportive friends and family, but then there's that entire other spectrum. That's just like, um, I don't think so. I don't, I don't want to see you. Hollis. <laughs> Remember what? Poof! Banish him out of your kingdom. Yeah, what we do. <laughs> this is what we do. Oh, you don't like it? Poof! Bye. Those people just get removed. <laughs> You're banished. Take Bye. them off your social media. Block them. You just go poof, and they're poof. gone. Poof! Banish. Yes. That's, if they do not vibrate high with me, they go. That's yeah. the big rainbow soul wisdom. Is yeah. poof. Poof. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I love that. Definitely. I'm going to start poofing a lot more yeah. people. Yeah, that's all you have to say, too. We know exactly what's going on there. Yeah. And and that's and that's the thing, is that if you can't support me, I don't need you in my life. And exactly. um, I think music is fantastic, and I think you should listen to as many genres and as many different artists as you can find, and I think we need them all. Yeah. So, um, and um, so... If there's anything else, I would say thank you. For me, I would say oh, yeah. thank you to Mixitera for coming on the show and making time to meet our non-binary audience and all the wonderful people that listen to this show, even on the podcast and things like that. And thank you so much, Lacrosse, for oh, doing this with me. Always an yeah, honor. Always an you. honor. Thank you for I having me as usual. I think that you're just the perfect co-host. You're a perfect co-host with me. I think we do well together. Co I think we good do. energies, a very yeah. good pool of energies here. And it's absolutely nice. 100%. Yeah. And, and we're just going to get better and better. Keep watching, keep listening to rainbow. Soul. we're going to have all kinds of cool stuff coming up. We're going to have contests coming up for free t-shirts and stickers and all kinds of goodies like that. Ooh. And so, be listening up. Be looking for it. Go check out our website. We'd love to hear your feedback, rainbowsoul.show. Um, and please, if you have a little bit of cash flow, you can help us out by buying a T-shirt. We greatly appreciate that. It does help Rainbow Soul. It directly helps me and lacrosse to continue to make the show. And we totally appreciate our audience. Yeah, I want to say thank you you to all of you out there watching the show all of you that listen to the podcast all of you that watch the review later thank you you are priceless you are sacred and we need you as much as you love to listen to us we love that you listen and we love that you give your feedback join the join the facebook group bring in your suggestions there's an open thread pinned right to the top asking you for any suggestions on topics or guests, we would love to hear it. 
please, please, please. We'd love to hear that. So check out our website, our website, Rainbow Soul Shot Show, and we'll see you next Sunday, next Sunday night. Yay. Good night, everyone. Good night. Thank you. Thank you for watching Rainbow Soul, a queer perspective on spirituality beyond religion. We appreciate you sharing the show on your timeline. Follow us on social media of your choice and join our Facebook group, Rainbow Soul. We want to hear from you. Share your topic ideas for Hollis and Lacrosse. Explore upcoming shows and interesting guests. The Rainbow Soul Facebook group, where we build community of questioning seekers. Rainbow Soul, where spirituality is our medicine. Jack of all trades, master of none, but oftentimes better than a master of one. So what exactly does that mean? It is a figure of speech in reference to a person who has dabbled in many things rather than gaining expertise by only focusing on one. So much knowledge and wisdom out there at our fingertips, yet so difficult to grasp. Everything and everyone has a little piece of the truth, and it is up to us to determine what our truth is. In this busy world, creating the time, the space to nourish our bodies, mind, and soul has become a difficult task. So let's take a moment to learn something, something small, in whatever way the universe decides to reveal it. It could be someone's story, a quote, a spiritual practice, maybe a song or a movie. The opportunities are limitless and all around us if we just take a moment to see. We are all students of life experiences. So let us learn from one another. There is no right or wrong path. There is only your path and your journey. So let's begin our adventure and explore all the world has to offer. And let us become a master of none. Support Rainbow Soul. Check out the Rainbow Soul merchandise for your favorite new shirt. A variety of colors and styles to suit your taste. Show off your love for Rainbow Soul. Get cool designs with your favorite quotes. Designs come in a variety of colors so that you can express your most authentic self. Support Rainbow Soul in spreading the word that queer, gender variant, intersex, transgender is sacred. Rainbow Soul, putting the soul back into queer. Order your unique Rainbow Soul merchandise at rainbowsoul.show. Divine Androgen, a sacred path for gender variant people. A book dedicated to to every drag performer, transgender person, and other gender variant people that have passed to the other side, that have suffered the wrath of our binary world. Thank you for living your truth and treading us a path. 
we are sorry that in many cases that cost you your life. Now, we ask for your assistance in helping humans evolve so that we may all live in peace and equality. We honor your life by walking our own personal path of authenticity. Get this amazing book all about living as a non-binary person, a gender variant person in a binary world. How to navigate it, how to harvest your true self when you're surrounded by binary. It's a guidebook for people searching for their true selves. The book is intended for people that are gender variant and can be helpful for people searching for a more authentic self or clearing trauma. This book is about treading your own path. It includes my story in the beginning, all about how I figured out how I expressed gender and now how it comes out for me, how I discovered it, and how I dealt in the world as a response to that. And it also details out the ways that I unfolded myself in a way that helped me live in a binary world, even though I was non-binary. There are steps in here to help you define your own path. Hollis uses the word divine androgen. It's like a label to define someone that defines their own authentic path, regardless of their gender expression, in a way to say that it is sacred to be non-binary, to be transgender, to be queer. It is sacred. Not religious. No, no. We're talking about more of a spiritual, conscious awareness of ourselves and our path on authenticity. This book is about defining your path of authenticity, as authentic and unique as that is for you. You can also order the book at divineandrogen.com.